everything really comes from that mindset or is processed through the mind. So anytime you, you make a, a movement from your body, you know, if we go into physiology, that the muscle... Okay, beautiful souls, as promised, I have my special guest um, for the evening. His name is James Stand. Let's see if James is there. James, can you hear me? I certainly can. How are you? I am very good. So I'm very good and I'm really happy to have you back on the show. I think you were with us last year and, um, you know, you brought so much to the show, so much wisdom and really glad to have you back in 22. James, can you just share a little bit about your background, who you are, and just things that you feel are relevant? And I've got lots of questions. I certainly will do. Yes. Well, I'm well into my personal development and I'm well into my music. So I call myself the empowerment songwriter because one of the things I do is I write songs with a musical, uh, sorry, with a personal development theme. So the lyrics are about positivity. It's, you know, messages of, of hope, of, of faith, um, you know, messages that can enhance your mindset. So I do that. I also use music in other ways as well, because music is a, is a great tool to change our emotions change the way we're thinking so I use music within coaching sessions when I work with clients Um, I've created various uh, personal development music-based products things like visualizations and meditations so um, yeah I use music a lot and I'm also a public speaker as well and again I use music within that either either recordings or playing live as well so yeah and that's what I do (laughs) Wow, James, you come with, you know, you you come fully loaded with everything because I know that, um, you know, you're also a best-selling author, you know, you're, and you've got this, um, you're the founder of Inner Anthem. So can you talk to us a little bit more about the Inner Anthem? I love that title. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people say that. I mean, the actual background of that was I, I decided that I wanted a, a, a company name, if you like, a business name. And one of the problems that we, we now face, of course, is the fact that a lot of domain names are already gone. So, yes. you know, I was really sort of racking my brains. I wanted something that I felt represented me and what I'm about and, and what the message is. Uh, and I'm going through all these permutations. And eventually I came up with Inner Anthem and the the dot com was available and the dot co dot uk wow. was available and um you know i just said to a couple of people what do you think about this because i i think it, it it's it's quite good and they they really liked it and a lot of people have said they liked it um i, I sort of have a definition of an inner anthem i believe you in your inner anthem is your soul's uh, unique Uh, what do I call it? Soul's unique um, expression, I think is the word I use, you know, because I sort of believe that everyone's got that anthem inside you. You know, it could be a musical thing or it could just be the way that you like to express yourself in the world. So really, yeah, that's what I I think of it as. You know, I love that, James, and I totally agree. I do feel that everyone has got their own unique, you know, gift or you know, yeah. inner anthem, as you said. And I think that's a great, that's a great word, you know, um, because it, it, it covers so many things. And um, is this something that you, you know, when you're doing your coaching, is that, I, I, I suspect that that's what you're trying to bring through with your clients, their unique inner anthem. Very much so, because again, this was in, important to me because I sort of realised that I, I 
got myself to a stage in my life where I felt I wasn't being true to myself. You know, I wasn't really mm -hmm. using my gifts. Um, I'd been in a band years ago and then I'd been out of music for ages. And we all want to be heard. We all want to express ourselves. You know, we all want to uh, follow out our passions in, in some way. You know, that's what our spirit wants. So, yeah, I think it is very much about that for me. Whenever I hear a story of someone starting to use their gifts or, you know, use their passions, that's something that um, really, it brings about some emotions, actually. You know, there might be some tears or you know mm. it, it really empowers me I love that sort of hero's journey so yes. I think yes it's very something that's relevant to me and something therefore that I can help other people with and, and something that I really enjoy helping other people with mm. yeah I love that you mentioned the hero's journey because in the hero's journey there's so many twists and turns and what oh, yes. have you before you know coming to that yes you know I, I, I did it and and do you feel that um do you feel that most people um, have found their inner anthem or do you feel that most people kind of you know uh, living a mediocre life or doing things that is far away from who they really are yeah great question and unfortunately I, I think a lot of people out there aren't really yeah if we if we call it using that inner anthem I don't think they are you know they're often in in job they get we get stuck don't we you know we get stuck in jobs that we don't necessarily like um we have families which is all wonderful of course you know I've got two lovely children myself but you do find that you you get into that adulthood you get into sort of midlife and you realize that you're not necessarily pursuing your passions you're not necessarily doing things for you you're not necessarily having fun like a child does or being creative like a, a child does mm -hmm. so i think this this leads to a lot of you know what we term midlife crisis yes but, but that crisis is often people realizing that they they want something more they crave something more and really often it's a case of just getting true to themselves just finding out what what they value what they valued as a child what's what's really important to them and, and really taking some steps forward to, to go out and do it mm. you know as you as you were saying that it makes me think of because you mentioned the midlife crisis it just makes me think mm. that around that same time is when people start to get ill and all these different things start yeah. happening and you know there is that saying that when you're not at ease you create dis-ease and, and do you think that's what it is sometimes you know that but that that sort of dream that wasn't lived or, you know, wasn't there wasn't that ability, not ability, but not that opportunity to live that dream. And it, it sort of implodes inside the person. And do, do you think that that's kind of what happens most of the, a lot of the time? I really do. Yeah. I mean, certainly in regards to, you know, disease and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, it, it can be physical health problems. But of course, the, the physical side of us is very much linked to the mental side and the spiritual exactly. side as well. You know, we're, we're holistic beings. So I think, yeah, absolutely. For a lot of people, if they're not being true to themselves, if they're not living their purpose, they're not following their passions, um, they're not having, having fun in, in terms of, 
you know, they're going through the motions, then of course, yeah, everything's going to start to break down and our body gives us signs and that, that could be health problems. You know, they could be signs that something's not quite right and, and that sometimes we need to make changes mm-hmm. um, in, in what we're doing um in terms of yes it could be a change of career it could be again like i say being more creative something like that it could be following passions it could be working with people that we really want to work with so that we feel fulfilled you know anything like that it's all about purpose and our mission here on earth really so yeah i think that's a big part of it now um i james i, I want to ask you about this i didn't know this the last time we spoke but mm. you were featured alongside Ron Wood from the mm. um, from the Rolling Stones. Talk to us about that, because I was like, wow, I have to ask him about this. Well, of course, I taught Ron everything he knows, but <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not quite like that. No, it, it, it sounds um, it, it sounds good. And it was a wonderful experience. So I was in a band. Uh, this, this is around probably 2005 time. And I was in a band and we the style of music that we like, and I still like that style of music amongst mm-hmm. lots of others, is a 1960s style. So like the, mm-hmm. the mod stuff. So all, mm-hmm. all the who and the small faces, mm-hmm. and, you know, those those mod yeah. bands of the 90s. 1960s and uh, there was a a record company who really really liked that they kind of specialized in in that sound and they were organizing a a charity single it was to raise money for charity and it it was a couple of songs and what they did was they asked certain bands to come along Um, primarily the the actual music was created by some well-known artists such as Ron Wood for example Mm -hmm. um, had Reg Presley from the Trogs, um, there was uh, Steve Craddock from Ocean Colour Scene. They were a big band in, in oh, yeah. like the, the 90s and 2000s, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's quite a few big artists, but they had a lot of other people. And we didn't actually play any um, any instruments, but what we did was we contributed to uh, backing vocals. Uh, we were part of that experience, and we were part mm-hmm. of the, the video that accompanied it as oh, well. Wow. So yeah, it was it was a great experience. I only saw Ron in, in passing, unfortunately. But I got to speak to um, Reg Presley quite a bit, actually, because his car actually got blocked in by someone. So um, he was waiting around. <laughs> yes, and um, Yeah, we had a good chat with him, which was nice. Um, and it, he's now passed, actually. So it was nice oh. to get the opportunity to um, speak to him. But um, yeah, no, it was a great, great uh, experience. Yeah, I think that's a really lovely um, thing to happen for you, you know, being able to be featured around, you know, among the what would you call it um the rock and roll royalty and all the different people that you've mentioned there yeah and, uh, absolutely yeah, yeah and you know i know songwriting is a really big part of what you do and what with you saying about the um words how important you know i want you to talk to us about how important is it when you listen to music that has you know has the ability to change your emotions and what have you how important is it to be sort of um aware of the words that you're using i think it, it's very important there are some people listen to music and they really do listen to the lyrics so they're mm. more consciously listening to the lyrics okay. now yeah. i myself despite me saying about the importance of lyrics 
for me, the music comes first. So I can sometimes listen to songs mm. quite a few times. And for me, because I'm, I'm really, you know, music based, I, I love that music. I, I'll, I'll often be listening to the melody and the instruments mm -hmm. and I won't have necessarily taken in the lyrics consciously straight away. Mm -hmm. However, everything goes in subconsciously as well exactly. so as well as the actual melody and the instruments and the rhythm as well as that kind of affecting our emotions the lyrics certainly can too and there's also another side to it and i don't know whether i've i've already gone ahead of any of your questions or anything like that but it's one thing with the, the listening to the lyrics but of course people can actually write lyrics as well and mm. and something you know mm -hmm. i've i've written music for uh for public speakers for for trainers for events and things like that i've written music uh for, for radio shows actually i've written music for, oh. for various things however something that I'm, I'm possibly looking to get into a little bit more is helping people write their own song as well so support them through that because for me the ability to write a song has been very healing because i've written certain songs when i've been going through tough times you mm. know tough relationship problems or whatever the challenges are and it's allowed me to to get those thoughts out of my head you know get rid of those emotions um and then of course in in other times when I, I felt great i felt empowered again you know m maybe the lyrics have been more positive but yes. all the time that is very healing in actual fact so that that's something I'd, I'd like to help clients with a little bit more actually explore that where they're writing their own songs pouring out their heart as it were and and you know like i say it can have lots of benefits wow yeah i love that so would you so do they come to you with their lyrics already or do you work with them do they just tell you the storyline and you help them to craft the lyrics how, how does it how does it go well this is something i'm actually getting into to be honest with you because mm -hmm. like i say I've, I've worked with various people lots of people in a coaching capacity without music i've also involved music in terms of you know even over zoom calls you can involve music to create certain emotions it might be relaxation tracks etc but in regards to other people actually writing the songs i haven't actually done that yet that's something i'm sort of moving uh, into you know like i say I've, I've written songs for other people and what i would do is i would really try and find out what it is that they are after in terms of again that the the melody the, the real feelings they want to evoke uh, i've actually when i've written music for trainers i've actually attended their events and wow. got an idea of of what their key message is so that i can write a, a song that you know relates to that um which which would help their brand so i've sort of done all that from from my own writing but i haven't actually helped other people express that so i think for me it will be it would be a little bit of experimentation and i think it really would depend upon that person and how much help they need, how much support they need, mm -hmm. whether they are musical based, uh, whether they've done anything like that before. So I, th I think the, the approach would be quite uh, personalised depending upon the person. So, you know, I was going to say that, that there's, you know, there's this um, saying that there's a story in everybody or a book in everyone. Do you feel there's a song in everyone? I honestly but do. I honestly do. Yeah. And, and to be honest, even if you 
can't sing yourself <laughs> you know and a lot of people they, <laughs> they don't necessarily sound brilliant but you know mm. it's a way of expressing yourself you know if you yes. sing in the shower if you sing in yes, the car I as do. you're going along anything <laughs> like that you know it's it's a way of expressing yourself it's a way again i keep saying this in in this interview actually it's a way of being a child again mm. because children are just are just free with it aren't they they will yeah. sing so every yeah. single child out there will sing so yeah. yes there, there is a song in everybody absolutely and because there is a story in everybody so yeah definitely and you just touched on something really important which I think you know you, you've kind of touched on in certain areas of your coaching how important is it to nurture and heal that child within very important and again, I can say from my experience, I've certainly done some healing of, of that mm -hmm. inner child, but lots more work to be done because oh, same here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, it's, it's never ending, is it? I so know. It, it, it really is a never ending process because, you know, all of our experiences are, are stored, basically. So all the times as a child, you were told off or told that you weren't good enough. Or even if you weren't told that, if you if you thought that way, you might have developed a belief about it. It might be a subconscious belief and it's not necessarily true or it won't yes. be true. So it, 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 the first stage is really becoming aware of that so that we're aware of what those beliefs are, we're aware of what's going in our mind, and then and then healing it in a certain way. And there's there's lots of modalities out there and mm -hmm. all can be effective, but it is it is very important that we do actually do that because until we actually kind of get rid of that baggage until we heal that child. You know, we can do things like positive affirmations. I use positive affirmations, they're great. Mm -hmm. But if there's part of us that says, yeah, but we know those affirmations aren't true. You've got all that, that baggage, all that stuff that needs healing, you know, it, it's just not going to be so effective really. So yeah, the inner child is, is something, something that I'd like to get more into myself, actually. It, mm. It's stuff I've, I've worked with, I've, I've helped other people with to a certain degree, but I'd, I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to get more into it myself as well. Yeah, really, really powerful. Um, and it is something I do feel that, like, like you said, it's never ending. You know, you till the day you leave the planet, it's something that, you know, and you mentioned different modalities. Um, do, you, do you use any other modalities than the ones you've just mentioned or are there others that you want to explore yourself? I've got qualifications in things like NLP, for example, oh, yes. Neuro Linguistic yeah. Programming. There we go. Oh, I, I was hoping, I, I was trying to say that correctly there and, and not uh, not that bodge that up over radio. Yeah. It's a bit of a tongue twister. But um, yeah, things like NLP. Mm. I've used things like EFT, the, the tapping oh, yes. emotional feeding that. technique. Mm -hmm. So I, I try to use those various things. You know, I'm, I'm not a trained hypnotist, but, you know, I've, I've used elements of of hypnotherapy hypnotism you know so it's that's what i tend to do i think it, again it depends upon the person i'm working with it depends upon what works for them uh what what they like what they're open to but i think all the modalities are good mm. and i think sometimes it, it's just looking at what works for you at that time at that point in your I life agree. what, what yes. you need right there and then yes Totally, you know, because different things are going to feel comfortable for different people and um, it's finding what works for you. And like you just mm. said as well, 
it's like at different times, you know, something you might use, you know, one day or one at one stage, you don't really feel it at that stage and you feel something no. else. So it is about finding several and mixing them up and finding, you know, what can work for you. Um, I want to talk to you now, James, about um, your new, I think it's a new um, project that you're doing personal development club talk to us about that you know what's that about and who's in it and who's it for yeah so the thing about coaching is it can be expensive so mm. i developed the, the personal development club where it's not quite coaching it's basically for people who want to regularly take action and by taking action i mean doing personal development work mm -hmm. but they they're not you know they don't necessarily want a personal coach or pay coaching fees or anything like that but they want that support they want that accountability so basically i set up the personal development club it's fortnightly sessions and it's just half an hour call so again we do it over zoom it's half an hour call and the idea oh. is that people show up i give them a personal development exercises these are all things that i've i've done myself or doing myself <laughs> and they go away for two weeks they they apply that exercise they they use it and then the next session they come back and they just give a bit of feedback how it went i'll give you know elements of coaching little, little bits of coaching i'll answer any questions but then they're you know we celebrate their successes and then they're into i'll, I'll again give them a, another exercise to do as well as that in the meantime they've got their own whatsapp group so you know there's all that they're supporting each other they got that accountability wow. i know myself you know I'm, I'm i'm a member of various masterminds and things like that and it's the accountability it's the support that mm -hmm. really keeps you going when you're on your own it's a lot more difficult so yeah really that that's what the personal development club is about i love that you know and it's so true that is usually the thing where people fall down isn't it not maybe having the support not having the accountability because that support group is really you know it's really good they can plug in at any time and if they're going through something a little bit difficult you know they've got that support right there that they can turn yeah. to anytime you know any time of the day or what have you and wow that's it. yeah what made you think about that's a really nice that's a really unique way of offering coaching services do you know what actually being as, as well as kind of thinking that, yeah, I think there's a bit of a need for this. The other need was actually myself because mm -hmm. I realized this, so this was last year, I realized that I wasn't doing as much personal development work myself as I wanted, despite, mm -hmm. like I say, obviously being, you know, totally into it and, and being a, a member of various mastermind groups and things like that. So I thought, yes. you know what, I'm going to set something up. And of course, if I'm helping other people, I've, I've got to hold myself accountable to this as well so mm. i'm always looking for those kind of win-win situations and i thought well you know this will benefit me yes. and it will benefit other people you know very very low cost um and and yeah it's something you know i learn from them they learn from me yes. we're all sort of in it together we're all developing together um yes i am sort of facilitating it i, I am sort of coaching to a certain degree um but like i say i i get lots of benefits from it as well so yeah that that was partly why I set it up you know what that's really interesting what you just said there because I go through that you know through different periods of time I absolutely love personal development spiritual you know growth all these different things 
but they come there's sometimes I think sometimes when you're kind of focused on just one thing you know you've got a project and you probably have to see it through or something what why do you think that happens why do you feel that you know even though these are a very big part of who we are generally speaking yeah. and I hear this from so many people you know why do you think it is those times when we kind of slack off and you know like you said once you plug back in it's as if you've never been away yeah absolutely I, th- I think it can be multiple things i think it's like any other habit it can be easy mm. to get out of you know it's, <laughs> it's the same as same as exercise for example isn't yes. it you know it can be easy to get back out of yes. uh, especially if we've had a bit of a breakthrough you know if, if we're feeling all right in our life and you know we've had some successes then yeah we might back away a little bit from the personal development thinking that mm-hmm. we've got life sus now haven't we but of course <laughs> that's not generally no the case you know we will have <laughs> other challenges um on the other hand sometimes when we're going through those challenging times that's when we most need the personal development but again we don't always feel like it there and then because we're just in survival mode aren't we so i think it yeah it can be a whole range of reasons and and this is why something for me i generally on a tuesday evening that's my time where Mm. i ensure that i specifically do some personal development so although i do things like my morning routine evening routine you know I might I might you know any anything like reading personal development books you know that's kind of ongoing but on a on generally on a Tuesday evening I will have that for my personal development time as well yes. what I do in that it, it depends you know I might be using various modalities or applying some exercises that I've read in some books or something like that but you know I do have that scheduled out so I think that's I think really personal development is great if you can treat it a little bit like uh, an exercise program that you might have in the gym you know <laughs> actually schedule it into your your calendar yes. into your diary and, and make sure you do it and again maybe get some accountability with that as well from someone else yes so talking about you know scheduling your, your exercise and, and what have you we are in a brand new year brand new shiny year yes we're in the second week and people are starting to People are not saying Happy New Year anymore, but it is still very, very new. And we all know that people start off with their um, resolutions, New Year resolutions. And they say by, I think they said by February or March or even before that, people start to slack off. And the reason why I was asking you the other question about, you know, how we can sort of, you know, lose focus and, and end up kind of like away from it. How important is it to have something like the personal development club or some kind of accountability situation how important is that especially at this time of the year when people really 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 want to do well um you know they really want to come out as the, the other side you know with goals achieved and you know just be the person they really want to be I think for the majority of people, it is very important. That's not to to say that people can't do it by themselves, but generally, often the environment we're in becomes stronger than our own willpower. So if we're in an environment where we've got other people pushing us, challenging us at times, you know, Mm -hmm. telling us when, when we're slacking off, that can be so much more important 
than our own willpower. You know, people can really, yes, we need our own willpower as well, but people can really support us and and move us on. So Mm -hmm. I think for the majority of people out there, yeah, if you can get some form of accountability, it could be your husband, your wife, something like that. That doesn't Mm. always work because... You know, we don't always listen to our husband, our wives, etc. Um, so often we might need an external source. You're looking for someone who will hold you accountable, someone you can trust, someone that, that that's, you know, honest, um, but will hold you accountable to, to things. Um, so, yeah, that, you know, that's really worked for me in my development and, and worked for a lot of people. You know, I love that you said that because it's so true. If you've got the rights, you know, if you've got people who are going to hold you accountable, people who are going to you know, um, you know, be your cheerleader as, as, you know, when you achieve, it's like, yeah, go for it. But then, you know, I, I think about, you know, all this, these are different dimensions. And if you move away from that dimension where you're being supported, you're being, you know, um, yeah, go for it, go for your dreams, go for what you want. And then you're around different people who might be sort of the opposite. They may be sort of putting you down or saying, no, oh, you know, why can't you do this? Or, you know, or you feel as though, like you were saying early on, you know, you're doing work that doesn't sort of feed your spirit. And so it is so important to, you know, both ways to look at it. But if I'm not over here with the with my support group and I'm out here, you know, and I, I haven't got that, then it's just me. It's so easy for doubts and fear to creep in. It is absolutely. Yeah, we, we can feel very lonely. I, w- yes. I wanted to touch on something as well, because I think you're getting on something really important here. And this is something that I particularly looked into more last year. And, it, and, and some of these were a little bit aha moments for me. You, you said about you use the word support. I think you might have used the word challenge somewhere within there, possibly. Mm. We need both support and challenge. So there are yes. people in our life that primarily support us. It might be our mum, our dad, you know, they are big supporters. <laughs> yes. And of course, there are people out there who challenge us. They, they trigger us. That's it. Yeah. They're our critics, you know, but we actually need, we need both them. because if we're constantly yeah. getting praise and support and love, we get addicted to that. We kind of get soft in a way, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and we're craving it all the time. Um, likewise, if it was constantly challenged and we didn't have any support, again, that would be a very negative environment as well. Some people thrive in that, but you know, a lot of people won't. So we actually need both. And both. generally, if we look in our life, we will actually find both okay there is both there um and and again it's important so yeah what what you said is absolutely spot on you know we we do want we do want someone that is going to um yeah praise us a bit when we do well that that's really important but we also want the the challenge as well we want to be held accountable we want someone to to push us and and trigger us at times as as well you know you're so right and um it is so true because you um, you hear people saying, oh, you know, the reason why you know, someone might say to them, you know, why did you, how did you achieve your success? How did you get to where, you know, where you are now? And they will say it was because of some challenging situations or some difficult people that, and they had to prove themselves, you know. Um, but like you said so wonderfully that we need both. And I think you've just literally, you know, crack the the whole thing open in in that what it is is we need both we need to have you know be able to have that sort of accountability with our coach or 
you know, people who support us. But we definitely, definitely, you know, shouldn't hide from our critics. We should, you know, look at it and um, learn from it and um, throw out the, the, the nonsense. So if it's, if it's not making sense, if they're just being horrible for no reason, but, some, but a lot of the times there is a seed there that can help us to grow, you know, into more of who we're meant to be. So I love what you just said there. Mm, thank you. It, it, it is so true. And we, you know, we crave the support. We crave the love. We don't like that, that criticism or those no. things that trigger us, but it, but it's, it's that where we can learn about ourselves. It, it's that that gets us out of our comfort zone, you know, and yes. if we're not growing, we're dying. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. So don't stay too comfortable. It's not a good place. It's not a good place to stay. <laughs> it's not a good place to be, uh, not long term anyway. Um, so I, I want to talk to you about your book, your best selling author. Talk to us about that. And are you are you going to be doing any more writing? Oh, great question. Yes. Uh, well, so it was part of a, a collaboration. So oh. the book was uh, Where's My Lemonade, which was a, a personal development book. And, and, and the idea behind that, Where's My Lemonade, uh, mm. it's it sort of, you know, when life gives you lemons and mm. you're asking, where's my lemonade? Uh, or, or life throws you lemons, whatever it is, whatever the saying is. Uh, so that was the concept behind it. Um, yeah, I was uh, privileged to be uh, one of the authors. Uh, I wrote a chapter on courage. Um, when we got asked uh, about, you know, what, what we were, th I got asked to, to be part of the project and uh, they sort of gave a, an overview of, of various topics and themes that they would like included. And particularly at that time, I mean, this was a couple of years ago now, particularly that time, courage was, was a, a big thing and still is for me because <laughs> I've had and, and still have so many fears and, you know, so many limiting beliefs and things like that. And, and it's always the courage to, to have the faith and the courage to move forward and the, the courage to, to get past challenges, etc. So that, that was really, uh, it really resonated with me. So I wrote my chapter on courage and within that, yeah, the, the book is kind of a combination of us sharing some of our own stories. So for me, sharing some of my story and how I applied courage to make a change in my life um, through to, you know, giving some actual techniques and things that people can apply straight away. So that's what the book's about. Uh, I would love to do another book at some stage. It, it's not high on my priorities list at the moment, just, you know, due to other things I'm focusing on. But yeah, would definitely like to, I'd, you know, I'd like to write my own book as well. Um, j just me um, as something different as well. So may, who knows, may, maybe, um, maybe, maybe i can make it a little bit like you know you get the kids books with the you turn the page and, and the music yes. plays or something like that oh. who knows maybe <laughs> maybe i can involve some music as well <laughs> that sounds like something to do i i can see that taking off definitely that sounds amazing um so yeah so you will be writing but not maybe just now but i know that you have you've got packages that you offer and i think you mentioned one earlier on about your morning routine there's one here about the, the empowerment songs, which you've been talking about and taking your mindset and success to the next level. How important is that for anyone who wants to start their journey of achieving or who's already achieving but want to go to the next level? So what's the question? How important is the, the mindset? Yeah. How important is that? It is vital because everything really comes 
from that mindset or is processed through the mind. So anytime you, you make a, a movement from your body, you know, if we go into physiology, that the muscles mm. had to be stimulated by a nerve, which comes from your, your brain. So our mind, our brain, you know, everything comes from that. We see the world according to our own filters that we have created. And, we, you know, earlier on, we spoke about uh, inner child and, and child healing, etc what how we've perceived the world as a child you know we create all these stories as a child and those stories are still running our life later on so if we've created mm -hmm. a story of i'm not good enough or i never quite make it to the top or you know whatever that story is all the the time we're running through those filters so mindset it really is everything when i say everything there's other pieces of the jigsaw puzzle, but you can't get away from that mindset, really. So, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree there, because that is the thing that stops, can, can stop us, can stop our dreams. And as you mentioned before, the limiting belief, you know, have, you know limiting beliefs is really thinking small and, and you know, is your self-talk and what have you. How important, because obviously your your with your music empowerment songs, how important is our self-talk? Is that something that you work with in your coaching practice? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So self-talk, it's the way we're talking to ourselves, which mm -hmm. it could be out loud, but often just <laughs> in our head. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's absolutely critical because the our our thoughts affect our emotions so if we're thinking negative thoughts we're likely to get negative emotions now those thoughts and emotions are going to affect the actions we take the way we behave and it's those actions that lead to the results in our life so again just trace it back if we want good results mm. we've got to take certain actions if we want to take actions well the actions are often dependent upon our our feelings you know if we don't feel like doing something or yes. we're feeling anxious often we won't take the right actions or we're somehow sabotage ourselves and those feelings like i say they go back to the thoughts mm. so your thoughts are basically what you're saying to yourself in your head that is what self-talk is so sometimes it, it's just flipping the switch it's becoming aware of them it's becoming mm. aware of when we're thinking a little bit negatively and then just flicking the switch you know off, often we we say oh, what if x happens and often it's a negative so could we flip it and could we say what's the opposite to that you know what if if something absolutely great happens from that phone call that we might be you know hesitating making or something like that so yeah there's obviously lot, lots of tools you can use but it is so important that, that we can do that where possible james when did you start your personal development journey did, what did something happen and then you kind of found it or was it always there and you just found that you grew you know with it new things came and you know you kind of took that on and it it grew within you yeah it's a good question I'll, I'll give I suppose a little bit of background to actually say that I would say throughout my life particularly in, in the younger years I would be someone that was reasonably 
shy, reasonably low on confidence. And yet Mm -hmm. I also achieved quite a bit when I sort of pushed myself out of my comfort zone. So I would be the captains of sports teams. I I was the the lead role in quite a few plays. And it was things like that that did develop me. So although I wasn't into personal development, doing things like affirmations, you know, I I often push myself out of my comfort zone a little bit. And and that was really good for me. But it was actually, I got myself into network marketing. I, I, I realized that was I wasn't fully happy with, with where I was. I'm no longer in network marketing, but from network marketing, it's that that introduced me to the world of personal development because personal development is really big within network marketing. And it was like, wow, this is great. I just, you know, fully engrossed myself in it because to me, it then became obvious, ah, this is why I didn't do this. You know, this was what was holding me back. It was these negative thoughts. It was the low self-esteem. I realized how low my self-esteem was despite doing a lot of things and and being a lecturer, you know, university college lecturer. Um, you know, d- doing those things, you wouldn't have necessarily always known that I, I had low self-esteem, but that's that's what I had. So, yeah, really, I, I got into personal development then. So we're going back probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe to 2015, maybe, something like that. Well, you know, that's really what, what you just said. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, wow, he was, you know, captain of different teams and different things, a university lecturer and still had that low self-esteem because I think people assume that if you've got low self-esteem you don't do very much with your life but you know as you just explained there you know people who are achieving can still have that self-esteem how how would you what what, what do you think is going on there why you know because I I can sort of attest to that as well that you know self-esteem issues has been a big you know, issue in in my life, but you know, you still mm. get up and do what has to be done. Mm. Well, it's a great question. Again, I think something for me, maybe I don't know if you can um, relate to this yourself, Imani. Uh, mm. There might be some of your listeners do as well. You, yes, you can be right in terms of if you've got low self esteem, it 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 might stop you from going out there and doing things. Or if you look at it another way, if someone's got low self esteem, they might be feeling that they're not good enough. So what mm-hmm. are they going to do? They're tr- going to try and do everything to yeah. prove that they're good enough. But of course, as soon yeah. as they've done one thing they still don't feel good enough. So they've got to do something else to prove that they're good enough. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I recognize this in myself again, and and it's still something that I have to be aware of and be careful Mm -hmm. of in the fact that I can be an overachiever. Mm -hmm. And and often if we're low self-esteem, again, we might have all those negative thoughts and by doing stuff, by keeping busy and keep achieving, it takes us away from that reality of you know feeling that I'm I'm not good enough. So yes, I think we can be overachievers and overdoers with low self esteem as well. Wow, I love that. I love the way you explain that, and that makes so much sense because you are going to be thinking, oh, it is, it, I've not done enough, or I'm not enough. So you go further and you go further and you keep going and going. So that makes so much sense. And um, you know, and and one of the reasons I was asking you these series of these last series of questions, as in, you know, when did you start your journey? Is I just want you to speak to someone who might be listening to you now on the radio or listening to you when this becomes a podcast and they are starting their journey. 
what would you say to them? Have you got um, a few steps that they could start with? Have you got something that, you know, what would you say to anyone who's hearing you for the first time or hearing this type of conversation about personal development? And uh, how, what would you say to them for them to get started? Wow. There's so much I could say, isn't there? <laughs> I, I would say you're not alone. I would say, I would say, well done. You're, you're making a, a great decision because I, I, for myself and for the people I've worked with personal development, it can help you as a person and therefore it helps the people around you. You know, I, mm. I've applied personal development, uh, to make me a better husband, to make me a better father. Of course, I still get things wrong every week, yeah. but you know, <laughs> it really is good. So I would certainly congratulate them and, and um, you know, say well done for taking the steps and know that it, it is a lifelong journey, but you don't have to do everything at once. So you can mm. just take some steps, just something mm. like get an accountability partner. Uh, it's, it's important that personal development that you do take action because again, I started reading book after book after book, but then found that I wasn't necessarily applying the stuff and taking the action. It would be much better to read one book and apply it yes. rather than reading 30 books and just thinking <laughs> that that's great. Mm -hmm. But then again, we don't take the action because, you yes. know, we think, and, and again, this is, this is, you know, we, we crave another book because we think that'll be the answer but all the time, you know, yeah. we're staying in our comfort zone by not taking action. So I would say, yeah, get accountability, take some action and, and just keep taking that action. Doesn't have to be big, major steps necessarily. Just keep progressing because, you know, pro um, progression is, is is better than perfection to trying to get it perfect. Mm. Um, I, again, I, I could go on. That's a very, very sort of generalized, vague answer, of course. <laughs> but um, and, and, you know, get, get help, basically, because there are people out there that will help you whether it's a coach or whether it's just someone who will support you or someone that will answer a question on facebook or you know social media sites something like that ask questions get help and um yeah don't don't be embarrassed because everybody out there would would benefit from personal development and everybody out there has challenging times in their life everybody feels not good enough or or small at least at some point in their life mm. so don't ever be embarrassed or afraid to you know get on board with personal development fantastic answer there james and you mentioned about you know the book you know 30 book versus one book and it immediately made me think of bob proctor who's been um reading Think and Grow Rich for yes. over 50 years. And he built his whole empire just by reading that same book over and over and over and over. And he hasn't done Again. too badly for and it, has he? Too badly with it. Yeah. So that's a really powerful thing that you, you say, because that, that person listening could go out and just get one book that, you know, that they're drawn to and just yeah. keep working with that one book. Um, and, you know, obviously different things they might you know, get, get into, you know, to get a coach or fall into a group of people who's going to, you know, support them or what have you. But like you said, you know, really taking that action, you know, is very, very important. 
Definitely. Yeah. And it's funny, actually, because someone, I think it was either today or it might have been yesterday, actually. Um, she said, I think she's had that book, Where's Your Lemonade? She's had it, I, I think, for a couple of years, but she's wow. just said, um, you know, oh, I, I must read that chapter. So I don't think she, she, she'd read it really yet, you know, and, and she read read the chapter. So, and, and but it, it actually made me then say, do you know what? I'm going to go back to it myself. I want to reread yes. my own chapter, you know, hold myself accountable, <laughs> make sure I'm doing the stuff that I actually said about in, in that chapter. So, yeah, it, you know, we, we can come back to things as well, come back to books. And yeah, absolutely. And that's really powerful what you just said there. You wrote the words, you lived the, the, the life, what have you. But then you go back and read it and you can be re-empowered, re-inspired by your own words. How phenomenal is that? Definitely, because I'm nowhere near being the, the finished article. You know, you, you, you would see me at some point. You, you might be listening mm. now thinking, oh, yeah, this, this guy knows what he's talking about, hopefully. But <laughs> you, you'll see me at other points where, you know, the emotions are there. I'm sad. Mm. I'm angry. I'm, I'm struggling to, you know, keep control of something. Someone's triggered me, you know, whatever it mm. is. Um, and, and, and you might think, wow, that, that seems like a total different person. So I'm, I'm nowhere near the finished article. But what I'm doing is I'm always learning I'm always striving towards becoming that better person uh, I'm learning from mistakes and and what I can say is year on year I know that I am growing and that and that's yeah. the key thing so I'm not perfect but I know that I'm growing and it, it, it's got to be a, a consistent thing like we said and that again is very very powerful because what you're talking about there James is awareness because I think that that's the thing. I think sometimes people feel scared to say, you know, I'm spiritual or, you know, I'm into personal development. Because what, what is really true is that we are still human and it's okay to have, we're multifaceted and there's so many aspects to the human being. Like you said, you know, there's times when we can get triggered and, and all these things. And that's the beauty of being human. You can, you know, you can go down, you know, a few frequencies, but you can rise up again. And being aware and, you know, is very, very, you know, powerful being able to say, okay, you know, yeah, I've, I have gone back and forth, but I'm not where I used to be, where I would stay down there for, for a very long time. I bounce back a lot more quickly. So it's not that you're not going to get triggered. It's not that you're not going to, you know, go against, you know, what you truly believe at times you're going to not be your best, the best version of yourself, but it's about being aware of the difference. And knowing that, okay, oh, I better get step back into who I really am. It is. And it's being okay with that as well. Uh, and yes. let, let me give you another example. Yeah. That That's it. In the lead up to Christmas, you know, generally in the lead up to Christmas, most people are, are winding down a little bit mm -hmm. and, and, you know, me included with that. But generally, I'm, I'm quite a quite a driven person, you know, pretty motivated, pretty driven person. Yeah. But in that lead up to Christmas, I really did struggle a little bit to stay motivated. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm, I'm still a little bit there. I know that I'm not yes. fully as motivated as I am usually. And and, it, and it's coming back. It's a new year. It's coming back as a new yes. one. But 
I made myself be okay with that. I didn't panic. I didn't say, well, hang on, you know, what, what's going wrong? And it's all, all you know, um, all, all gone wrong. I basically stayed with it. I was just more aware of it and say, okay, I'm feeling a bit unmotivated. There's some times I felt a little bit unsure, uh, lacked a bit of clarity, etc. But just kind of going with it, knowing that, again, yes, we are human, giving myself a bit of self-care at times because, mm-hmm. again... It you know some often I, I wouldn't have done that in the past so it's yeah being okay with that and and then you can move through it because you know that everything's in cycles everything's in waves right. there's two sides to everything so it, it, it's accepting that really and being aware of it being okay with being okay and when you don't feel okay give yourself permission to take care of you give yourself a little bit more tlc because yeah you know while you know, whatever is figuring out within you to get you back. And usually I think when we do, and I, it's funny, I was saying to someone, uh, I think it was today or yesterday, the very same thing. I've just not felt, you know, just felt a little bit like I'm not kind of, you know, as feeling as good as I, I as I would like to feel. Yeah. Um, but like you just said so eloquently, it, it's okay to be, to, yeah. to not feel okay at times. Um, that, that's it. Yeah. And you, and you have to look at the last couple of years that we've had as well. You have to look I at the whole of you, humanity. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because th- there's no way. I mean, I, I tend to not watch the news, but there's still Me a lot too. of uncertainty. You know, I mean, uh, live events. I, I was doing a lot of speaking, live events, you know, that mm. they got stopped. So mm. there is a lot of uncertainty and it does. It, it builds up. We've had lockdowns. You know, I've, I've, I've been a parent trying to homeschool me my daughter and you know all of that sort of thing recently there's been a a lot of issues where i've had to look after my son a lot more because of instances of of covid with child minders and things like that so there's been all these challenges and and everyone's facing that so i I think it it would be very hard to totally block yourself off from that perceived uh, um, negative emotions you know negativity so yeah I think again you know it's just a case of sometimes just okay going with it knowing that things will will go up and down and yes. and rise and fall like the tides again um being okay with it, but doing the work you know doing the personal development work because now's the time we really need it to be honest yeah absolutely and, and that's exactly what I'm doing literally just going in there and doing the work and um yeah it's it's got to be done, isn't it? It's just got to be done. Um, yeah, what I want to I want to ask you next. Um, you mentioned just now that all the because that was going to be my next question about the the pandemic and you know how it all you know what where were you when at the you know in March twenty when it all were you were you just about to embark on a project that had to be stopped? Did you, you know what did because it was a, I mean everyone I've spoken to wherever they are in the world. It's something unique. We've never had a global situation where the world had just stopped. No, no, that's it. So for me, at the the end of 2019 and start of 2020, I did a lot of soul searching. Mm -hmm. I wanted to look deeper into my real purpose, my values. And from that, 
look at the actions that I wanted to take moving forward in terms of business, for example, and, and what I did, because I was doing lots of different things and I was doing some coaching. I was doing music in different ways and I realized I needed to streamline. So I really wanted to, to be in alignment with who I really was. And a big part of what came out of that was that I really do enjoy live events. So I, I enjoy things like this. Okay. I enjoy things like this, but we're still doing it uh, remotely. We're, yes. we're still, you know, hopefully there's some listeners out there, but you know, we're not interacting with them. I really do love the live events where I'm either on stage or as a participant. So oh, wow. 2020, yes. I had lots of live events um, scheduled, you know, around the country. I, I was doing wow. circuits and of course all that changed you know and the, the key thing is uh, one thing about the pandemic it, it is the uncertainty if we mm -hmm. just said okay well it, it's six months and, and that's it then you just yes. work around it you reschedule it's it's annoying it's frustrating mm -hmm. but you work around it but for me it, the, the difficult thing as with a lot of people has been that uncertainty around it so i've i have done some events i've i've done some some speaking since in in a, in a live capacity mm -hmm. but it, it, it's been a lot less and and a lot of it has been you know speaking over zoom for example oh yes, zoom. yes um and and me focusing on some different things really as well so yes it, it has been you know if we look at it from a negative point of view oh definitely if i had the choice I, you know, and I could wave a magic wand, then I, I, I would choose not to have COVID um, <laughs> in, in terms of, you know, have this yeah, thing yeah. called COVID. Yeah, exactly. um, however, again, due to my learnings of personal development, again, I know that I have to look at the other side as well, because anything everything out there has positives as well as negatives and mm -hmm. some people i was speaking again i can't remember who it was but i was speaking to someone literally in the last couple of days who said yeah do you know what covid has been great for them you know lockdowns were great for some people because yeah. they they changed their lives it gave them more time to think about things etc so you know th this is this is this is really the truth it's got some positives and it's and it's got some negatives that's so true. I've had people on there who said, you know, it's changed their life. They've been, they've done different things. They've things, you know, maybe coming out of a career that they never really liked and something new has, you know, come out of, you know, this situation. So absolutely it's been good and bad. You know, it's allowed us to reflect. It's allowed us to, you know, kind of um, grieve and, you know, nurture and um, find different ways of doing some of the same things and finding new things to do. So it, it's been a bit of everything. But like you said, I think this consistent uncertainty, I think we can cope with like, okay, it's six months, it's a year. And then we mm. can say, yeah, okay, I know I can get prepared for that. But it's when you don't know when, when, when things are going to go back to some normality I don't know if we're ever going to go back to where we were. We might do, we might not. But just not knowing, I think, is mm. what is, um, you know, difficult for a lot of people. Yeah, it is. And and it's interesting, actually, because 
we we need a certain amount of uncertainty of if we course, knew exactly. if we knew everything in the future were just imagine? be boring wouldn't it yeah <laughs> absolutely so we do need some uncertainty but i think obviously for a lot of people uh, that the balance is too far with the uncertainty at the minute exactly. so we, we crave certainty and something that i notice myself in, in particular in, in 2020 doing was looking for comfortable things for example just to totally change the the, the subject in a way um I'm, I'm quite a james bond fan i, I really like james bond oh, and yeah. you know i used to watch james bond as as, as a child and it was something I, I did you know my family liked james bond and mm. i found myself getting a lot more into james bond so i was watching the youtube videos and listening to the music and all that and, <laughs> and it, it suddenly dawned on me that i think one of the reasons was i just wanted that that little bit of comfortable that kind of certainty that i got from 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 james bond you know which, which it kind yeah. of again brought me back to that that certainty of childhood when things maybe seemed a little bit Bit easy or something like that and i think it was it was definitely part of that that i just i just craved that because of all this un uncertainty going on mm. and then of course if you watch the last james bond film well i didn't think the ending was going to happen i won't say any spoilers oh, anyone that hasn't seen it but um oh. right okay well i won't i won't say anything then but um yeah that's certainly a bit of um yeah un uncertainty with that last film actually oh, <laughs> wow 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 there we go <laughs> yeah, I know. I know there's big talks about James Bond, something different, a woman or, you know, just different things They're they're, they're kind of. But I mean, is that coming? Is James Bond coming back or is that the thing that is that how it's been left up in the air? It may never happen. I think it will. No, so I think it will. But um, yeah, obviously, we want to uh, a, a new actor. But um, yeah, no, it, it's um, again, I won't say too much because it, for me, I, I don't know whether you like James Bond or anything, but anyone who, I, who's I listening. That. I used to watch my dad. Loved, yeah. Um, yeah, we used to watch. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. certainly not going to say any spoilers because the film would be <laughs> bet, better watched without them, to be honest. Um, you know, that's that's what I'd say. Um, so, yeah, I won't I won't I won't comment. I won't spoil it for anyone. <laughs> Oh, bless you. And, and James, I, it makes sense that you like James Bond movies because you, you've done so much in, in your life. And what I want to ask you is, what does the future hold for James? What, where do you see yourself in the next two, three, four, five years? I know we've got this uncertainty thing hanging, but, mm. you know, say that's removed. Where do you where do you want to be? Yeah, I, yeah. Again, say say it's removed. So for me, I'd love to do more live events, personal development events that involve music in in various capacities. And and some people really do it. You know, you've got the, your Tony Robbins who uses music mm. a lot. You know, mine might be taking it even a, a step further than that. And there's there's lots of different ways we can do it. But yeah, yes. you know, I, I really do enjoy that. Those those personal development events where I can I can use my my um, skills and passions of speaking and music as well. And I've been to events and they have been 
life changes changing you know I've, I've been an attendee and they have been life changing and, and that's why i like some of those events that they can really true. they can really just change the trajectory of your life yes mm -hmm. then you've got to go out and take the action and, and follow up with those yes. but you really can have some breakthroughs and and, and and really to be honest make some life decisions based upon those, those big events because again what it is it's it's all the atmosphere it's all the environment mm -hmm. it's all the people people around you that adds on to that experience so I really would love to do that uh, at the moment I'm sort of focusing a little bit more on my coaching and in, again involving music in different ways with that so again helping people create their own their own song uh, that that's of interest to me so that that's um, my immediate focus for the, the time being so James, that sounds amazing. How can people get in touch with you? How can people work with you? Um, how can people get hold of your products? Thank you. Well, easiest way is probably to go to my website and from there you'll be able to contact me and, and find my products. The website is www.inneranthem.com. So inner anthem, I double N E R and then anthem a n t h e m dot com if you go there you can see links at the top to to my products there's a free visualization you can download there if you follow the links um it's got yeah links through to my personal development club and of course you know my email so feel free to uh, to get in contact and yeah ask any questions you'd like to ask wow James, I've really enjoyed speaking to you. Is there any, are there any last minute things that you want to say to the listeners before you go? This is, you know, this is people who's listening live and people who's going to hear this in the future. What would you like to leave with people? Oh, uh, two things that have just sprung to mind is things we've said before. One is it's okay to not be okay. So do reach out. You do try and be courageous. If, if you feel you need a bit of help, you know, there is help out there now. So, you know, acknowledge that you're only human. Go out there and, and get some help somehow. Uh, and the second thing is, I was going to say it might sound a little bit morbid, but, you know, we only get one life in, in our in our present form, in our present body. So, you know, go out there and, and you yes. know, do do try and live your dreams. Do try to be true to yourself, to the person that you were born to be, whatever and whoever that is. Do try to be as close to that that's that person that you were born to be as you can be and and by doing that you will help more people by being true to yourself mm. you will inspire more people and you will help those people around you more um than if you're living the life of of somebody else that you weren't meant to live so yeah they are they are my parting words money <laughs> 